Hi, my name is Brendan Watt, and welcome to the One Choice from Change podcast, where I give you the tools to create something totally different beyond the status quo, and where you get to become as different as you are. What if there is nothing wrong with any of the choices you've made up until now? I'm inviting you to be aware that every choice creates something. So, what will you choose today? Okay, so welcome everybody to the One Choice from Change podcast podcast i had to remember then what the podcast is called <laughs> i have today with me i have wonderful dear friend emily russell hey honey how you doing good how are you i'm terrible i've got cabin fever you know i don't know when you guys are listening to this this might not be in for the next couple of weeks but right now i'm in houston emily's in chattanooga and we're on total lockdown for the coronavirus so and we How were just long? saying this is, yeah, our longest stretch at home in a very, very, very long time. <laughs> I know, right? Because for both of us, it's like we travel all the time. For me, I'm never home. And now I'm looking at like at least one month at home. And I'm like, cabin fever is setting in. It's only been 12 hours. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But anyway. So we're doing so, a podcast. You know. We're doing a podcast. At least you guys are going to have lots of podcasts because <laughs> we've got nothing else to do. So... Um, so today, we were going to talk about a topic that I have a telecall actually coming up on it called No Counts. Emily was just reading me the top, the description for the telecall. And I was like, let's just read that out and we can pull that apart. So let's do that. Okay. So here we go. No counts are the people in the world that don't have judgment. For most people who are no counts, they try to figure out how to judge rather than recognize, okay, I'm different. For me growing up, I always looked for the wrongness of me because I had no judgment and everyone else around me was judging. What if far more of us didn't have the judgment we think we have? Just because you feel and think that you're judging somebody doesn't mean you are. A lot of the times it's not even ours. So what if you could be the no count in your life that didn't have to judge yourself anymore, didn't have to judge anything anymore, and could actually create what's true for you? I love it. And... You know, for me as a kid, it was so interesting like that because it was like I was just I I was I knew I was so different because of the way that I saw everybody else functioning. But I also saw the way that people were taught how to function. And it's like I didn't really have people in my life. Like it's like my mum was working all the time, my dad had left. So I was like I was pretty much just on my own. So I was creating myself going, oh, this is who I am. Everybody else was kind of trying to fit into their family life, trying to fit into all of these things. And I was just going, uh, why am I so different? But it was always this question of why am I so different? I didn't realize at the time that I was actually creating myself that way. And it's not been until, well, I guess the last 10 years learning a lot about choice, but recognizing that I didn't just end up different. You know, we create ourselves in every moment with every single choice that we make. And I went, and I looked back and I went, oh, I was just creating myself as that because I didn't really see the value in the judgment. I didn't really see the value in being the same as everybody else. I didn't really see any value in that, but everybody else seemed to have value in it. And I think, I mean, for me, I saw a lot of people for how different they were, but they just wouldn't choose to be it. Yeah, And it's like, and being that no count is, you know, cause it's like, even when, um, 
it, it really became obvious to me when I started, like when I got into teenage years and, you know, and sex became a thing, sex and dating. Oh my God, sex and dating. And I was like, and all of the, you know, it was like all of the girls, like you go out or you go to a bar or you do whatever. And it's like all of the girls would be going after the guy that would match the judgments that they had of themselves. So they'd want somebody to judge them. And I'd be go. I just was, I felt like, talk about a black sheep. I was going, is, why would you judge you? <laughs> but is that how you saw it at that age? Like, uh, yeah, you really were able to be aware that's what was going on. Yeah. And it was like, and, and I had a really hard time with like getting dates and, and like even with sex, like get, like having that as a thing, because it was like, how do I do this? Do I have to judge in order to have sex? Cause that's never going to work for me. But it's like, so then I would pick, then I would see how everybody else chose it. And I would choose women and I choose, I choose women to have sex with that were really judgmental thinking, okay, so if I can get that, then that must be what I should be doing. Right. And, and, then I, and then I'd just be going, well, that wasn't nice. And I remember, I think I was about 18 and I went, well, if this is what sex is, I think I'm just going to give up on it. Wow. Cause can you, this is why it's such a easy realm to see it in. And do you want to talk about where, because if I don't, I think it's still in the foundation manual where no counts comes up like winners, losers, and no counts. Uh-huh. Because it's a really, it is, a, it's someone who has no judgment, but that area like you're bringing up is such an easy place to see it. Well, and like you said in the description too, it's for a lot of us, um, we think we have all these judgments. We go, oh, I'm judgmental. But what I've learned over many years is that the judgments that you think you have, a lot of the times aren't yours. If you've grown up with somebody in your life that's judgmental and you're going, oh, I'm judgmental, how much are you aware of everybody else's judgments around you? How much are you aware of like people who judge themselves? You're aware of that judgment and then you go, oh, my God, I'm judgmental. But yeah, it's in, I think it might be in foundation still. I know it's in the relationship done different manual that we have, Okay. but it's the, so the winners are the, so we have the winners, losers, and no counts. And this is really just, it's, you know, it's one of these things to see, okay, what, do, where do I choose the function from? So the winners are the ones who don't want you. Okay. They're the people like, and this is talking about, you know, going for, People in your life, okay? The challenge, challenge person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People who don't want you, so, so they're the ones that, that don't want to have sex with you. But if you get them to, mm-hmm. you know, you're a winner. So they're all the people in your life that reject you. But if you give up enough of yourself and you get them to want you, whether that's sex, whether that's relationship, whether that's as a friend, then you know you're a winner. The losers are the ones who do want you. They're the ones that like you and they do want to have sex with you. So they're losers. They're they're like, well, well, why would you like me? You must be a loser if you'd like me. And then no counts are the ones who actually are nice to you. They're the ones that could have sex with you or could be friends with you or could do a relationship with you and who would, who would actually be fun, but you seeing no reason because they're not fighting you because they're not judging you because they're not, they don't have all of these points of view in place. So they don't really have anything for you to grab a hold of. If you're looking for somebody to be 
with or be friends with or whatever that matches your judgments. And can I just add in here, this is because I, it's not cognitive. We are so set up this way. Uh-huh. I remember facilitating that topic around uh, with a couple of people that had, they've been married forever. They had one of those really unique, actually, creationship, like contribution. They're like, what is this talking about? I was like, well, not everyone functions from this, but, but it's not like you think, oh, I'm a winner now or, oh, they're a loser. You're just not attracted to that person. And like you said, the no count doesn't even enter your radar because there's no of that like electrical intensity either way. Mm -hmm. So they just like miss, I mean, I can't tell you how many friends I've had that they just, it's so easy also if you have a really close friend and they just date assholes or cunts or whatever that is and you can see it so easily because you're like what in the world do you see in them and then they'll completely miss the person like oh what about that guy or what about that girl and they're like what do you i wouldn't even think of that now i'm not attracted basically i'm not attracted to them and then just go on with dating (laughs) the winner or loser well and the the thing the funny thing is too is it's like because i've done it i mean i i I went for winners it was like you don't want me I'll show you. I'll show you how good I am. You will want me by the time I'm done. After I <laughs> but, give up everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after I cut off my arms and legs to be in a relationship with you, then you're going to want me, okay? Because there's going to be none left of me for you to want. So you'll want what you get because then you know you can train me to be anything you want me to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, so I've, I've been there and done it. I mean, I my first long-term relationship with my um, my son's mother it was like, she was definitely a winner. You know, it was, she didn't want me, but if I could get her to want me, then finally I would get this reality right. It's like, oh, if I can get the girl, then I can get this reality right. But it's like, this came up when I first came along to Access. And Simone Millicis, who a lot of you might know, she she was talking to Gary about like, you know, people to date or people to have sex with. And it was, you know, what about this person? And Gary's like, um, he's an asshole. <laughs> and what about the, and, and she's like, and he said, what about this person? And she's like, well, he's just a loser. You know, based on the descriptions that I gave before. And then he said, well, what about Brendan? And she said, no, well, he just doesn't count. But it was from that place. Like you said, then you're not even on the radar. Right. So to, in order to get on the radar, you have to judge. You know, you have to be like, well, what does this person need me to be? And then how do I become that? And that was another thing that I was just so confused about growing up because I'd, I'd see it going on and I'd go, okay, so in order to have people in my life, I have to become something else because difference is not being different. You, you, people don't take any notice of you. You know, and, and so I, I remember starting to, to create, like, so I created myself as this really different kid. Then when I realized this, I went, okay, so I need to create myself as something different if I want to fit in. Yeah. And I was six when I did that. I mean, I, I remember going, okay, so I need to fit in. What do I need to create myself as now? So it would be, okay, so I need to, um, I need to, you know, start functioning the way that other people do, but, but what I see with a lot of people is we all have that difference. Not all, well, you know, put it this way. You know, if you have some difference, okay. If you go, well, I know I'm different, but I just don't, I really don't know how I can be that. Yeah. Well, 
what if it was what if it wasn't a bad thing anymore? And what if you actually got to go, okay, so I am different. What would I actually like to create myself as now? And I remember, you know, for for like twenty five years, I was good at it. I was good at creating myself to fit in. I went, Wow, I'm good at this fitting in thing. But every time but the closer I got to fitting in, the further I got from me. And the unhappier I got. Wow. Until I, you know, until I got to 30 when I found access, I was the unhappiest I'd ever been in my life, without a doubt. But on top of that, I would say I thought of myself as the worst person on the planet. Like I hated myself, literally hated me. And it was like, but I, it wasn't me that I hated. It was who I'd created myself as. Right. Because all of that, yeah, it wasn't me. Right. It was like all of that difference that I loved about me, all the difference that it's like that I care about, all the difference that just made me want to contribute to everybody else and made me happy and made me joyful wasn't there anymore. But it wasn't it wasn't there anymore. It was more that I just wasn't choosing it because it didn't allow me to fit in. Yeah. Well, I, I think one of the first questions from some access class I was in was how, how different are you willing to be? Uh-huh. And that is an unraveling, like you're saying, question that can go deeper and deeper and deeper. Because I think so many, like I've did the same thing. I have so many layers of what's not you. And then, you know, you peel off a little bit and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of willing to be different. And it's like, no, there's a, <laughs> to really acknowledge the, there's so much difference in us if we are willing to peel back all this shit we've piled on. Yeah. And judgments, like you said, that aren't real if you're, that aren't yours. The thing with being different is it's like a lot of people go, well, I'm different because I'm going against the status quo. So they go, and and, you know, because difference kind of became, started becoming a cool thing, you know, it's like, oh, it's cool to be different. So in order to be different, you know, I love it when, when things start becoming a trend. So being different is a trend now. So it's like, in order to be different, I'm going to fight against everything that's normal to prove that I'm different. Um, (laughs) That's not being different. That's proving you're not normal. So what have you decided being different is that keeps you proving that you're not normal rather than choosing to be different? Everything that is, times you got Zoom, we destroyed our creator. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Again. So what, have, so, so what have you decided that being different is that keeps you proving that you're not normal rather than choosing to be different. Everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because it's like the thing with being different is being has no proving to it, but it also has no definition that you can take of it. You can't go, well, I I can define myself as being different because being has no definition for me. What I I mean, every day I ask, okay, what can I be today that I've never been willing to be before? That's it. That one question. And it's like in that you're actually asking for you, the being to show up rather than, okay, well, what do I have to do to be different? Mm. You can't do to be different. You can only be to be different. Can I ask you a question mm-hmm. about, you know, you mentioned that story with Simone and 
you guys ended up creating a really phenomenal relationship for yeah, me. Eight years. So how did that, because you're talking about being, like what did that change for you to have someone see you and your being and not have to, to have that judgment thing from the beginning? Well, she, at the, at the time that we met, she challenged every single thing that I thought about myself. Because at that stage, that was at the stage where I was doing unhappy yeah. to a massive degree. And it's like, and she, she and other people that were, sh- that were showing up in my life at that time were like, oh my God, Brendan's so caring. Brendan's so different. Brendan's so brilliant. Brendan's so amazing. And I'm going, who the fuck are these people looking at? Are they all just batshit crazy or what's happening? But it's like, <laughs> they were actually the first people in my life for a long time that, well, probably ever, they were actually acknowledging me. So I had to learn how to receive, that was for sure, because at that stage, I was just rejecting it, going, you're an idiot, you're crazy. It's like, I don't know who these people are looking at. But in that, I started, I started looking at it going, okay, what are these people seeing me that I'm not willing to see? You know, what are, what are they looking at? And it was a, it's, and it still is a journey where I go, okay, so where am I not acknowledging me? Because for a lot of us, what we look for and why I look for big time was how do I get people to validate me? You know, but that was the place of, okay, so I can act kind and then people tell me I'm kind and then I'm validated for being kind. So I don't actually have to be kind. <laughs> All I have to do is do kind yeah, and act kind. And this is, how a lot of us create ourselves is we go, okay, so it's good to be kind. It's right. It's right to be kind. Therefore I'm going to do kind things. So I'm validated for being kind, but I don't have to be kind. I just have to do kind because it's right. Judgment. Um, judgment. Exactly. Total judgment, but also being unkind is wrong. So you don't do anything that you've, that you've judged as unkind because it's wrong. So you've got kind's right, unkind is wrong, but it's like all you do is you're in a constant state of judgment of yourself. Every single thing that you choose, you have to judge whether it's right or wrong. And with that, it's like it doesn't actually allow you to have any caring for you because caring, I mean, it's like even in facilitating classes, it's like, some of the ways that I deal with people, you would see as if you had that judgment of it, you would see as unkind. Mm. But for me, it's the caring place of, okay, this is where this person can go right now. And they come out of it and their whole life changes. If I had the judgment of kind and unkind, then you can't actually see where you can contribute to other people. You also can't see where you can contribute to yourself. And it's a huge topic. I mean, I could talk about that just that one part for a lot longer. You know? <laughs> I'm glad you have one telecall to talk about this. You know, it's very fun. It's like when I used to do, I used to do these pop-up Zooms on, I'd be like, oh, I'll just do like a free Zoom on choice. And then it's like, and it'd be an hour. And I'd, do, <laughs> I'd try and fit in a whole choice of possibilities class, which is the three-day class in an hour. But... By the end of the Zoom, I'd be exhausted. <laughs> I'd be like, let's take a topic like choice and let's ram it into a one-hour call. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. 
Well, can I ask you, so one of the things like you mentioned earlier as a teenager, like, you know, when you're looking at sex, which is such a, an interesting thing. Cause I, I thought, I thought I didn't under get sex because I didn't know how to do judgment. So I was like, I don't know what I was. So I thought I was doing it wrong yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> totally. Right. I was like, I, I do not get this. Cause you'd see uh, what other people were doing or the way they talk about their partners or any, or just sex in general. Like they didn't seem to like it or enjoy it. And I was, I it just completely baffled me because I really thought I didn't get it. And now after real, I'm like, oh, I just don't have judgment. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that makes no sense the way the, this world does it. Makes no sense at all. It's total nonsense to have, to have no judgment. But can you talk about how fun it is when you don't have judgment? Like why when Gary was going through those people with Simone was like, well, what about Brendan? Because if you don't have judgment and you're functioning well, from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's the fun, but also the, the willingness to receive. Mm. And it's like, see, the lot of, a lot of us, we won't choose that. We won't choose that no count in somebody else, but we also won't choose to be it because it actually takes receiving to a whole different level. Because when you're with somebody and that somebody could be you, but when you're with somebody else that has no judgment of you, then they're willing to receive everything you are. But in that is an invitation for you to receive everything you are too. And it's like, and that can be very uncomfortable for a lot of people because they go, holy shit, I have to act. If I let walls down like that, if I let my barriers down, everything that I've built around me to protect myself, to prove to people who I've decided I am that I know I'm not, all of that starts melting away and they start coming down. You actually get to start being you. And it's like a lot of people go, oh, oh my God. But in that uncomfort is the difference that you are. Yeah. And see, it's like, that's a lot of us run from uncomfort. Like we go, well, it's unpredictable. It's uncomfortable. It's whatever. So we run from it rather than going, okay, so what greatness is there? I mean, for me, it's like now I don't have a comfortable day in my life. <laughs> Never comfortable, you know, apart from my bed, which is really comfortable, but it's like, <laughs> But I like the uncomfort. I want to know more about me. I want to know more about everybody else. And I want to know more about how we can get greater. Not I want to prove to somebody else that I'm something that I know I'm not. And it's like it takes courage, but it's also way more fun. Way more. Way more fun. And it's like, you know, like you said, like the thing with sex, and sex is such a good way of, it's, it's such an easy example with it because it's something that everybody does or most people, you know, and if you don't, then who cares? I have no judgment of that, yeah. but it's like, but it's one of the things that we're like, Oh, sex, like, can you talk about it? Or how should you, it's always got this weird energy to it rather than, um, what if it was just like, do you want to play? Do you want to like have fun? Do you want to, but in that also is that receiving thing. Yeah, because look, well, what you said was so brilliant. Because how, because I've you know taken your RDD classes and listened to your cults too, and the insanity. How much does that explain the insanity of sex and relationship? Because oh, yeah. when you have to receive that about you, if you're going to go there, either you're like stop, get out of the relationship, start a new one until you get to that point where you're not willing to go anymore, start a new one, yeah. or turn off and just go on autopilot in an unhappy relationship. 
Yeah. But it's, I mean, you look at that, it's that you get to that place where you're not willing to look at more or receive more or the other person, whatever it is. Or when people say, well, I don't get sex. So then you just stop having sex. I get it because if it's either that weird judgment thing that you don't understand and you're not at that place yet to receive something different, it's like, yeah, who, <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah, me too. And yeah. it's, but it's interesting for something like sex, how much it's like, once again, the right and wrong thing. It's right to have sex. It's wrong to not have sex. So in order to be right, which we all need to be if we want to be part of this world, you know, have to be right. That was a joke. Um, because you could create your own world. But anyway, we won't talk about that. But it's like, but in order to be right, I have to have sex. But in order to have sex, I have to judge. There we go. There goes your judgment. In order to get it right, and in order to get sex, you have to judge. So you've just started cutting your arms off, your legs off, in order to have sex so that you can be right, so that you can judge yourself right, so that you can fit in. And it's like, what? And then, but wait for it. Wait for this part. <laughs> then you have sex, and it's horrible. <laughs> so you're like, so so you've you've cut your arms off, your legs off, in order to get sex, so that you knew how to get your life right, so that you can judge everything right, and then you have the sex. The sex is horrible, and then you're going, okay, what did I do all that for? <laughs> it's just a trap. Rather than go, okay, what would it take for me to find somebody to be with in my life that was actually fun for me, including me? Yeah. I mean, I remember I was with this, I was with a girl when I was, you know, I, I was young, 17 maybe. And, you know, at that age, and it's like, I wanted to know everything about bodies. I'd be like, oh, I can touch the hat, I can do this. And she, all she wanted was somebody who would be rough with her and judge her. And I couldn't be that. There's no way that it's just not me. I couldn't even act that. <laughs> and it was like, and she made me feel like the biggest, she made me so wrong for it. And I felt like the biggest piece of shit. And I remember th that was right around the time where I was thinking, okay, if this is it, I think I'll just give up on this whole sex thing. Yeah. Maybe I could, you know, just not do it. So, you know, it's like the amount of stuff we'll give up in order to be right. The, the amount of stuff that we'll give up that's brilliant about us, that's different about us, that's really who you are, to be right, is just kind of interesting. Kind of crazy. Yeah. But there's something else possible. <laughs> there is something else possible. Um, but you got to ask for it. So thank you, honey. You're wonderful. I love doing podcasts with you. I do, too. Let's do more podcasts. <laughs> okay. We now that we're homebound forever. If you are listening to this while the coronavirus is still going on, um, I hope you're wonderful. I hope everything is EJG for you, ease, joy, and glory. Um, get your bars run uh, if you're going to touch you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <do. laughs> um, and remember that anything that you desire in life, start asking for it. If you don't ask for it, you can't have it. Okay, and most people go, well, that's too easy. I can't ask for it. No, stop it. Start asking for it, okay? Start asking for what you desire to have in life and it will show up eventually when you get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it from me. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. And for more, oh, let's before. invite them to the telecall again. Okay, April 17th. April 17th. BrendanWatt.com. There you go. There's more. There's more. <laughs> <laughs>
If you found this helpful, please share it and subscribe at onechoicefromchange.com. Until next time, you're only one choice from change.